Welcome. My name is Paula Ramirez and this is Chicana Mom Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to all the hardworking Chicana moms and their familias. We talk about life, parenting, the emotions we go through as human beings, the journeys of the struggles and triumphs, life stories, God, education, music, and more. I strongly believe we're connected in this world. Unidas creamos cambio. Querer es poder. Now let's get started. Welcome, Chicana Moms. Thank you so much for being here with me in this podcast of mine. And I was not able to record a podcast last week because I attended my little cousin's quinceañera. And it was so much fun, you guys. It was so much fun to see like my whole family reunite and have a great time. And it was in Arizona. And oh my freaking... Wow, like 115 degrees. But before that, on our way to Arizona, we had to get off at, at a rest area. Oh my God, I couldn't believe it. It was 120 degrees. It was the worst. I don't know how people can live out there. It's just insane. But anyways, I actually had a great time. Um, and my family is very big. So one of the things that we like to do is sit down in a circle and we all eat like how many, I don't even know how many times a day. And we all just talk about what the party was about and we kind of like bash on each other. It's just so much fun and we just laugh. And I love that. I love it because as a you know Mexican family, food is always in the picture, always like breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then recalentón and then like somewhere in between like after you've ate breakfast people are still eating it's just I love it food is something so important in our culture and that's something that I want to speak with you um, speak to you about that's what I'm trying to say speak to you about um, as a health coach I have come to understand the importance that food obviously is everything everyone loves food we love food and that's the thing about our culture, that it plays a very important role into the foods that we eat. Um, and today I want to talk to you about healthy lifestyle and creating those habits that will give you that energy to stay focused, to eat those healthy foods, but also to nurture your heart, your mind, your spirit, and your relationships. I remember growing up eating so many like unhealthy foods. McDonald's, by the way, is something that I would eat all the time. I remember my dad getting mad at me sometimes and his way of making <laughs> making it up to me was like, um, get it McDonald's. <laughs> and of course, as a little girl, I would say like, si, si quiero McDonald's. And my mom would always take us to Taco Bell to eat these like, I'm pretty sure they still sell them. It's so two tacos for a dollar. 
that the meat, I have no idea what the hell it is. I don't know if it's beef, tofu, chicken. I have no idea what it is, but it was really good growing up. But obviously, it wasn't healthy. And I grew up eating fast food. Um, I did definitely grow up eating Mexican home-cooked meals for my mom. But there was like a mixture of both. Whenever it came to eating healthy, um, my mom would consider like anything that she made at home healthy, but it wasn't healthy. She would just say, tienes que comer. And if you weren't chubby, then you weren't healthy. Because I was so thin growing up that my mom had to inject me with these vitamins. And I think you guys are probably familiar with them. And they're called Biodecta. <laughs> and these vitamins are like vitamin B12 shots. And she would give them to me every other day. And I have a funny story because my aunt, she's four years older than me. And I looked up to her <laughs> when I was little. So... I remember that my mom said, hey, I need you to cooperate in getting these vitamins. And I was like, okay. But she's like, but son inyectadas. And I'm like, no, yo no quiero. So I said, only if she does it, my aunt. And my aunt's like, okay, fine, I'll do it. But she's like, oh my God, what did I get myself into? So I remember being in Mexico and I would always hide. But my aunt actually got the vitamins. Um, so that I can get encouraged to get them myself. And I, sh I, I wouldn't even want to see that as a negative thing because she, you know, she should be grateful. <laughs> I, I actually helped her out to get some vitamins in her body because now that I know about vitamins and especially vitamin B12 injected is so amazing to the, for the body. But I'm sharing this with you because growing up, um, it wasn't about eating healthy like lettuce and vitamins, superfoods and minerals. It was just like, te vas a comer el pozole, te vas a comer el caldo, las albóndigas, etc. Y comiendo vas a crecer y vas a engordar y vas a ser saludable. I don't know. I grew up hearing my mother say that all the time. But as we already know in our society, you can be very thin and be very unhealthy. You can be, you know, um, chubby and be unhealthy. So it's not about being skinny or chubby. It is, at the end of the day, feeding your cells and feeding your gut with healthy foods. So let's start off by talking about the healthy foods and how you can create healthy habits to take care of yourself because habits are actually what make us as human beings. We are creatures of habit and it's easy to create an unhealthy habit And sometimes we look at the healthy ones like so hard to do, but they're really not that hard. Just the type of energy that we gave it, gave the negative habit. We can also do this, how can I say it? This approach to a healthy habit by feeding it beautiful, amazing foods and positive thoughts. And I mean, it's just, it's not that hard. It really is not. So I want to talk to you about healthy eatings and how to create a healthy habits for your life. So let's get started. I want to start off by asking you this question. 
Do you love your body? I think everyone would say yes, of course. Or maybe some will say no, I don't love my body right now. It's not where I want it to be. Okay. Well, the body you have is the only body that you will forever have in this life. So yes, we can lose weight and gain weight um, by using, you know, all of these great foods that God gave us on this planet. So one of the things that I encourage you to do, this might sound a little weird, but I'm not kidding you. Get in front of the mirror, no clothes, just naked. Look at your body and tell yourself, I love my body. You have to stay and um, how can I say this? You have to create a relationship with your body. Many people are very disconnected with their mind and their body. They're not in tune. And what I mean by that is that when something's going on and there's some sort of pain, it's so difficult for them to understand, like, why am I going like, why am I going through this? So then we go to the doctor, which let me just tell you this. Doctors are amazing, you know, but you know, there's some that are just kind of like, I don't even know how to, how to say it, but I think that doctors are there to help, but then there are there are some doctors, not all of them, that are just being told what to do by the insurances, which at the end of the day, it affects us. So I think that the doctors that are not, that don't create a relationship with you as a patient and as a person, um, there's a big disconnection. So what I'm trying to say overall is that when we feel ill, we don't really know much about ourselves. What I mean is that sometimes, you know, the foods that we're eating, we don't keep track of the foods that we eat. So we should already know at some extent, like, you know what, every time I eat this type of food, I feel like this and some sort of patterns. What we typically do is we go to the doctor and it's like, hey, doctor, can you tell me what's wrong with my body? Yes, they study it. But every single individual in this planet has a different way of being. They all have symptoms in so many different ways. And some people are allergic to some foods and some people are not. So there's not just a, a cookie cutter. For us individuals. Um, so it's very important for you to take care of your body. To be in tune with your body. And when you go to the doctor. It's telling them doctor this is, this is who I am. This is what I feel. Do you have any recommendations? I mean you know doctors do study that. And we, have, we want to have so much faith in them. But this pharmaceutical companies are just kind of like drugging us. And it's just so sad it you know what this is the thing um because there's medication that have helped save lives but then there's so many side effects so it's pretty insane how our world is working right but i want to talk to you about healthy lifestyle because it's not about dieting dieting doesn't work we are supposed to eat about five times a day 
And when I say five times a day, I don't mean like, like go eat McDonald's in the morning and then, you know, um, a burrito for lunch or go have Starbucks and donuts and later on have a big meal, unhealthy meal. Like, no, I'm not saying it like that. I'm talking about five healthy meals that you like. There's so many endless recipes out there, you guys, that we can cook. And sometimes it's just, you know, it, it is overwhelming. I understand that it's like, oh my God, I don't even know what recipe to try. Some are just, I understand some of them are kind of complicated because when I look at a recipe and I go down, I'm like, oh, I have that, I have that. And then there's an ingredient that I don't know what the hell it is. And I'm like, where do I find this? Okay, then I give up on the recipe. But they're not all like that. There's so many recipes out there that are simple that you can just do every single day. And yes, you should have time. People sometimes tell me, some of my clients tell me, you know, I don't have time to cook or to, um, yeah, to cook something healthy. And I'm like, wait a minute. You have to have time to make yourself healthy things like prepping um, and snacks, your lunch, your dinner. You have to make time. If you don't make time for it, then that means you're not making time for your health. And that is not a good thing. Now, the next question I would ask is, do you have energy every single day? A lot of people say, no, I feel like shit. Every day I feel like a zombie. Well, I will start off by telling you this. Respect your sleep. If you want to be productive, if you want to have energy throughout the day and you want to feel happy, you want to be able to respect your sleep. And you might think like, what does happiness have to do with sleep? Oh my gosh, it has a lot to do with it. Think about it. If you have a good night's sleep and you wake up, you're going to feel so energetic. You're going to be so productive. You're going to do so many things that you know you were supposed to do so that you can live a life more comfortable. I mean, you don't want to overwhelm yourself and, you know, and get burned out, but you want to tackle the priorities in your present moment. And in order to do that is that you have to stay focused with your mind, your mind. If it's tired, it's not going to it's not going to function and it's going to throw off your whole hormones. You're going to start breaking out. You're going to depend on coffee. That's another thing about healthy eating. Uh, many of my clients tell me this. I drink coffee every morning and I get the runs. Well, I'm, I'm going to start off with that. If you're the type of person that drinks coffee and you get like the runs and you have this mean stomach ache, it's because... Did I just say stomach ache? Stomach ache. <laughs> That's what I meant. I'm like, hold on a second. Let me clarify that one. Um, so if you have stomach issues after you drink coffee, I'm going to tell you right now that coffee that you are drinking has so many pesticides. It's insane. You want to be able to make your coffee at home. You don't need to depend on Starbucks and McDonald's, 7-Eleven, or any other place that has very cheap coffee that's going to affect your blood cells and and your gut, your bacteria. It really does affect it because it creates a very acidic body and that creates inflammation in the body. 
So with coffee, what I recommend, if you love it, I'm not saying eliminate it, okay? That's one of the things about this my health coach program that I do, and I'm going to share it with you. But yet, I'm going to just throw it out there right now. Yes, I'm not a doctor, but you also always want to consult with your doctor if you have any questions and also do your research, okay? I'm giving you information based on what has worked for me and what has worked for some of my clients and overall i am just telling you do your research and talk to your doctor as well um but this has worked for pretty much every single of my clients so they love coffee and one of the things that i tell them like okay great if you love coffee let's just make sure you don't depend on it for it to you know help you stay productive because then there's a crash you know, moment where midday you just feel like I can't handle this anymore. I'm so tired. When it comes to coffee, make sure that you have organic, pure coffee. That's a real coffee right there, not a pesticide coffee. And you can add a tablespoon of the MCT oil or you, uh, coconut oil. You can also add a tablespoon of baking soda. Yes, baking soda into your coffee and you stir it and you drink it so that the coffee um, doesn't make your body acidic. Um, But overall, you are able to substitute a lot of that, those (sighs) Frankenstein sugars, that's what I call them. You want to put some honey, you can put some blue agave, um, you could actually sweeten it up with hemp milk, vanilla, or any flavored chocolate. I don't know if that's even something. I'm not a coffee drinker, but that's just something I would highly recommend if you are the type of person that loves coffee. And because I'm talking about sleep and energy, um, you don't want to be that person that depends on caffeine to be productive. You want to depend on the natural, freaking amazing energy of sleep of waking up so freaking awesome. I mean, if you haven't experienced that in a long time, I honestly encourage you to give yourself that present of just making sure you go to sleep at a certain time where if you need eight hours of sleep to be really like energetic the next day, then give it to yourself. Do not cheat yourself. Just respect your body. So think about it. If you don't respect your body, then who is? Nobody. It's your job. If you don't do that, that means that you're not going to function for yourself, like self-care. You're not going to function well for your kids. You're not going to function well for your husband, your partner. You're not going to function well for your clients, uh, for anything, anything. As I do these programs with my clients and all the other classes that I do, as I'm feeding myself healthy foods and I take care of myself, I'm also doing it thinking of my clients, you guys, like in my family. Because if I miss of doing groups, there's people that depend on attending those classes to get their kids back. So I am a very important role. They are important. I'm important. My kids are important. Like every single individual in our lives are so important. And you might say, well, nah, I don't really have clients. I work at, I don't know, Target. I work at McDonald's, wherever. Well, 
you, your job depends on you to do the work right and you depend on your job to get that money to pay your bills, right? So you have to take care of yourself. I'm going to share something with you guys. I have a dad that actually, he's a single dad and um, with the parenting classes, sometimes I talk about health because sometimes I just need to throw a little bit of knowledge in regards to health. And I remember telling this dad when he first started with me and I told him, you know, you have to take care of yourself. And I'm not just talking about mental health. I said, that's an important thing too. But I said, also your health, like physical. I said, if you're not doing well and you don't take care of yourself by eating those healthy foods to nurture um, your cells, like your body, everything, I say, you're not going to be able to function for the well-being of your kids. And you're not going to be able to parent. Because you're going to feel like real energetic because of all of the unhealthy foods you're eating that's going to make you drowsy and, you know, unmotivated. And he actually went to a meeting and he was able to share that his health is important. And they looked at him kind of like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean your health is important for the well-being of your kids? I can't believe they were not able to understand that, but he explained to them. He took that knowledge and implemented it and he's still doing it for himself. And I give him kudos for that because we are not able to function as a human being in every single role in our lives if we don't take care of our health. I want to pretty much talk to you about healthy relationships because many people don't realize that the toxic relationships in your life affect your health. If you don't have healthy relationships, it will not put you in that mindset of self-care because we gravitate more to the drama, the toxic environment, which is stealing that time that is needed for self-care, self-love, and health. And you can eat healthy all you want, honestly. You can, you can eat healthy all you want. You can just go to the gym as many times as you want. But if you have really, I'm going to say it like this, fucked up relationships to where you have resentment, you haven't spoken to someone in, in months or in years, or you're always angry and you're always feeling guilt because you tend to treat people like shit sometimes and you feel bad about it, all of that kind of like gangs up on you in your health and mental health and it pretty much sucks a lot of your how can I say it your grounding moments I would say there's no space for you to stay focused in the present and live a happy life if you continue to feed those negative relationships and it's so important it really is it makes a profound difference when you take care of your health, but overall, when you take care of those healthy relationships in your life. And let's just say you're like, wow, you know, I can't seem to get along with this one specific person. I've tried it all. Well, if you know that you've tried it all, okay, great. But don't put yourself in this mindset of like, fuck them. I don't fucking care. They can say whatever they want. Like, no, don't put yourself there. All you have to say is, you know what? I tried to be the best person. And if they're not willing to meet me halfway or give it 100%, however you want to perceive it, just 
this is what helps, honestly. Just telling yourself this. If they need me, I will be there. But if they don't, there's no need for me to be around negativity. But if they genuinely need me, I will help them. Because I still care for them at the end of the day. That's putting yourself in a very compassionate manner for yourself. And that self-care. The relationship I have with others is very important. But let me tell you this. The most important relationship overall is the relationship you have with yourself. I think if you put yourself in this mindset of like, you know what, I'm just going to try. I'm going to try. The word try goes a long way. If you just say, I'm going to try my best to have healthy relationships in my life. Honestly, you'll be surprised. I think that people give us what we're giving to them. And sometimes we're like, oh my God, why is that person acting like that? Well, maybe sometimes we can check ourselves. Sometimes, I'm not saying all the time, okay? Because sometimes we can be just very cool, genuine, like, like um, easy going with them. And they're just like very difficult to, to I, I was going to say handle, but I don't say the word handle. But they're just so, they're just difficult overall. And at some extent, sometimes we do have fault for how people are treating us. And sometimes we don't. So just kind of like evaluate, evaluating where we are at with that aspect. But okay, so let's jump over because I want to talk to you about five tips on how to create a healthy lifestyle. So the number one is drink water. It's not that difficult. I know there's so many people though. So many people, they're like, I just don't like water. It's like, what? It's like saying, like, I just don't like oxygen. Like, water is something that we need. We need water. It's insane. Like, I, I don't know. I, it's just really hard. People sometimes think that drinking juice and soda is crunching their thirst. Mm, well, maybe, yeah, it might be cold, but it, there's so much sugar that turns into fat in your body and that sugar is not natural sugar it's really like frankenstein sugar it's it's processed um ingredients and water is life you know water is life like we water is i don't know water is just awesome <laughs> we take showers with water right and we cleanse our biggest cell in our body which is our skin and just how our skin needs to be cleaned with the water outside we need to feed it water as well one of the best tips um, and best things you can do for your body is drinking warm water with lemon every morning making that a habit honestly for the rest of your life warm water you can change it up you can drink like matcha green tea or just a regular green tea, um, ginger tea, uh, because you don't want to shock your intestines. And I'm not going to go so in depth as to all these um, big words that sometimes I can't even pronounce myself, but I just want to make this podcast very simple not overwhelming. And if you follow these in your way and modify them as you go, um, you're, you're going to be doing something so amazing to 
for your body on a daily basis. Now, I know we hear that you're supposed to drink eight gallons of water a day. Well, let me tell you something. Your body tells you when you are thirsty. And that is a time where you are supposed to drink water. You're not supposed to overdo it. Too much of water actually does affect our body. But drink water in the morning. That's the first sure thing, in the morning. Why? Because you have been sleeping, let's just say, for eight hours straight and your body's dehydrated. You need to drink water and it has to be warm. Then after that, throughout the day, drink water as much as you think you need water. Like if you're thirsty, drink the water. Um, don't feel stressed. You should not. Let me tell you, you should not feel stressed of, oh my God, I need to drink more water. Oh my God, I forgot to drink the other third gallon of water today. No, no, stop. Just drink water, carry your, your cup wherever you go and drink it, sip it whenever you're thirsty. Remember how in the beginning of this podcast, I told you to be able to stay in tune with your body. That's what I'm talking about. Sometimes I see people that are just like their mouth is super dry. I mean, your our lips are going to give us that signal of like, hey, I'm dehydrated because they start getting all like chapped and your mouth starts to get all dry. That's being in tune with your body because you're going to start noticing like, oh, wait, I'm thirsty. Oh, let me drink some water. You have to be in tune with your body. And I can't really tell you so much of how to do it. You just have to pay attention to your body. Okay. It's something that you have to master on your own uh, because everybody's Everybody's body <laughs> is different. You can also add, like, you know, do this infused water jugs. Like, you can add strawberries, but make sure they're organic because they have a lot of pesticides if they're not organic. Um, you can add cucumber, mint, and all these things. I mean, there's so many creative ways for you to drink water, but make sure you don't stick with, like, all this sugar waters and I know sometimes there's aguas frescas like jamaica tamarindo and all these but you still want to make sure that you don't use a lot of sugar um but you need the clear water okay that's number one number two is to eat a lot of superfoods I don't know if you've ever come across um a list of what superfoods are but I encourage you to look them up there's thousands of superfoods. I'm going to name uh, 23 superfoods right now. I'm not going to really touch base on each of the vitamins of each one because I'll be here forever, but I encourage you to look them up, especially if you're like, oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Then look up the benefits because once you look up the benefits of that superfood, it encourages you to want to eat more of them. Honestly, do that. So the first one is Greek yogurt, the second one's quinoa, blueberries, kale, chia seeds, and let me tell you something about chia seeds. The Aztecs used to use the chia seeds as money because they're so freaking amazing and you could add those in your water and those are just awesome. There's a lot of protein, um, omega-3s, etc. but I said I wasn't going to get into it, but I can't stop myself, but okay, let's get back to the list. Oatmeal green tea, broccoli, strawberries, but make sure they're organic, salmon, um, watermelon, spinach, pistachios, almonds, 
ginger beets, beans, frijoles, of course, pumpkin, apples, cranberries, garlic, leeks, and cauliflower. Those are just 23 of superfoods that you can add into your lifestyle. But honestly, do your research. Look up superfoods and look at... Okay, if let's just say you tell me, Paula, I love, you know, blueberries. Okay, look up blueberries on Pinterest or anywhere on Google and look up the benefits for blueberries and you will be amazed. Every single superfood, honestly, that's going to make you like, oh my God, I didn't even know that. You'll be surprised of all of the benefits that you'll find from each of the superfoods that you look up. I highly encourage you to do that because it opens up your mind to want to learn more. Number three, nurture relationships. I did talk to you about this a little while ago. So that's number three on my list that I encourage my clients to do. Nurture your relationships. Just, just give love. Give love. And I think that's why some people find it difficult to do because they let other people lead the way. And if one person's toxic, then that means like, oh, then I'll be toxic too because if that person's giving me toxicity, then I have to give them toxicity back. It's like, no, you fucking don't. No, you do not. All you have to do is take care of yourself and know that misery loves company. And if people are not happy with their life, they are healing at their pace. Everyone heals differently, you guys. Easier said than done to put ourselves in the shoes of others, but that's empathy. And I think that's one of the things that our world needs. We need more empatheticness here in this planet. Number four, vitamins and minerals. Well, I, there are some vitamins that don't work. They will flush right out through your system and you're going to look at your urine and you'll be like, what the heck is this? It's so yellow. That just means that it's expensive urine. You're flushing out all of those vitamins. In order for you to retain those vitamins, you have to be able to take care of your body by detoxing it. And there's many ways you can detox your body, obviously by working out and sweating um, because our sweat is like mimicking urine. It comes out and sometimes it smells, right? So the only way that a body, the body detoxes is by urine, by pooping, and by sweat. And yeah, by being, by pooping, and by sweat, okay? And we need to make sure we are eliminating it. Anytime someone gets diarrhea, if you grab that Pepto-Bismol or any medication and you stop your diarrhea, guess where all those toxins go? They stay in your body. And then you're going to wonder, like, why am I getting migraines? Why am I getting, you know, like dizzy? I mean, there's so many consequences that could happen. But you want, your body knows what it's supposed to do. So if it's saying, I don't want this in, in here and it's trying to flush it out with diarrhea, just let the diarrhea go. Just, just flush out. Flush it out. Don't stop it. Just flush it out. And once you're able to flush and detox, um, there's so many detox out there. And right now I'm not going to touch base on detox, but I will do a podcast specifically on detoxing the body. And if you have ever done a detox on your own and you want to stick to that, then do that. You know, you can't just do it once a week. I mean, I'm sorry, once a year. 
And after you, after you have done your detox, then a lot of uh, vitamins and minerals actually then stay in your body because now it's clean. Now it's not being kicked out by toxins in the body, if that makes sense. Number five. Number five is meditation. Many people sometimes say, I've never meditated. Well, if you have a difficult time meditating because you feel like my your work schedule is so crazy, well, I encourage you to make time for it. Honestly, no more excuses. Meditate. And you might think like, okay, so how do I meditate? There's so many things that you can do. They're on YouTube. There's actually a lot of meditation guidance. Um, you can put your headphones, put them on when you go to sleep. Um, if you're on a break and you go to your car um, during your break, you can put those headphones on and just meditate. Um, you can meditate on your own in your bathtub. There's so many different ways. But honestly, what I'm trying to say is like bring silence to the room. Bring silence to the room because silence is golden. You'll be paying attention to your inner voice. And we learn a lot from ourselves when we actually have a good relationship with ourselves. If you don't make time to meditate and bring silence to the room and just pause your life, no one else is going to do it for you. I know there's many amazing bosses out there that are going to come up to you and say, hey, you know what, go ahead and take the day off. You look overwhelmed or you look tired or you look sick today. But there's a majority of a lot of supervisors out there that don't care. They don't care if you have not taken the time to, to take care of yourself. So guess what? It's your call. There's a reason why you accumulate sick time or mental health days or I don't know, every, every job is so different. But take advantage of that to be able to give yourself that self-care. Think about it. If you would not leave your car on 24 hours because you know something, you know, the gas obviously and something else can happen to it because you depend on it, why is it that you would not take care of your own body, which is more important than a car? Because you depend on your body as well more than a car. Your health. Many of the deaths um, in our society have to do with a lot of chronic illnesses. And let's not wait until something that happens to your body. You know, be proactive. Take care of it. It's your body. It's your temple. It's your everything. I don't know if some people would agree if I said temple or not, but that's what I meant. It's just sacred to you, okay? You know your feelings. You know your thoughts. It's your skin. It's your breath. It's your everything. Overall, what I'm trying to share with you in this podcast as Latinas, Chicanas, our culture plays a very important role in our lives. That doesn't mean that, you know, you have to let go of your culture to be healthy. No, there's so many alternative ingredients that you can use and still cook the same culture foods. But for that, I want to dedicate another separate podcast to talk to you about different ways of cooking Mexican um, foods that you will still be able to enjoy with your family and still say, I don't feel guilty because this is healthy food. Thank you so much for listening to me. I wish you the best in everything that you do. Life is so amazing and beautiful, you guys. Give it your all. Take a deep breath and love yourself. Take care. Bye. <music>